Fashion emergency hotline. Help! My mom doesn't think I need to go back to school You shop- have to go to school. It's the law. You didn't let me finish. She doesn't think I need to go back to school shopping. That should be a law. Go to Old Navy. You'll be voted best dress before school even starts. Old Navy? Yes. Right now, kids' clothes are up to 60% off. 60% off? Yeah. The hallway will be your runway. They have awesome graphic tees, colorful active gear, and jeans start at just $10. Now you're talking. Thank you. Don't thank me. Thank Old Navy. Balance 
Ms. Shante from Eyelash Vision is going to come on to talk about the importance of what she does as a public relations professional. And then we're going to go to Ms. Tia Norfleet. Her story, she is the first African-American female NASCAR driver, and that does not come with a whole lot of extra stuff. We're going to talk about that to her tonight, about her brand and what she's doing to move her life forward so she's walking in her purpose. Last week's show, we talked about getting you ready for 2016. We had Miss Felicia Phillips here. She was talking about her Pink Entrepreneur Network, Pinkpreneur Network. We talked about her biz camp, which I'm going to talk about a little bit later on the show. We went to this event Friday. It was phenomenal. But she was there. If you did not listen to the show, you need to go back. Go to catbuildertalk.com, click on last week's show, and listen to the information that not only she gave, but she had three of her coaches on that talked about different aspects about how to help you be the best you you can be. So you need to go check that show out. I'm going to move on to Cat Builder Marketing. As I keep saying, I'm launching a Cat Builder TV channel. We're going out covering a lot of events. Call me to come out, record your event. So I can create reels for you, uh, do interviews, try to get you on the air. I'm really trying to show you how to use social media and how to use video to really publicize your events and your brand. So I want you to check that out. So if you ever want to put your content online, please contact me. Okay, because I can help you do it. Got a studio down here at the Apex. We're filming. We're doing all kind of great stuff. So join me as we try to get you out there. Now, past events. I got to really talk about this. Last week was very full. On Thursday, I went down to Fort Benning, Georgia, with Deborah Strayhorn and the Word of Mouth Stories, and they did a Black History celebration for the Army base down there, and it was really special. You had all these servicemen and women gathered together. They even had samples of soul food. It was just a great, great event. Deborah did uh, Josephine Bacon. I learned stuff about Josephine Bacon that I never even knew. But it was a great, great time. I'll be putting some video out on my site, catbuildertv.com, so you can watch some of that. Um, on Friday, uh, Survivor Radio Network and I, we went and covered the Pink Panure Biz Camp 2016 with Felicia Phillips. Started posting those videos today. It was outstanding. It was, it was a great group of women in the room, and they just talked about how to empower each other, how to get yourself ready, how to change your story. So if you ever see an event coming up that she's doing, you need to check it out. I mean, you need to just go to it because uh, you're going to be missing out. And then I was very fortunate on Saturday, I spoke at the National Association of African-American Human Resource Professionals. And these are consultants and human resource people that are really trying to help small businesses, They're really starting their own businesses and getting out there. They gave me an opportunity to get in front of them and just stand on my soapbox about what I think about small business and trying to help people change their lives and walk in their purpose. So it was great, great, great. So we got a lot coming up, uh, coming events. On Tuesday, we're up as having a business forum at Point College. You go to weop.org and register for that. That's tomorrow from 9 to 2. It's going to be great. I'll be there talking about some branding and social media but just a whole series of different workshops that you're going to enjoy. Um, later on that night, uh, Deshaun Marks is going to be at the Urban League teaching you a workshop on how to get into business, okay? How to get into business as a franchise. 
That's what he is, a franchise expert. He's going to be there. On Thursday, Sandra Reed of Showcase Marketing is hosting a Black History Celebration at the Apex Museum, where you're going to be able to meet my guest tonight, Ms. Tia Norfleet. She has a lot of things planned, giveaways, a red carpet, networking, all kind of stuff going on. You don't want to miss this. Apex Museum Thursday. Uh, you can go to the link that you got to see the show today. There's going to be a registration on that. And you'll be able to go to my, just check out my Facebook page and all my, my social media sites. You'll be able to register for this. And on Friday, we're going to be talking about, with Rodney Sampson, hopefully he's going to join us a little later, we're going to be talking about his Kingonomics conference is going to be starting. And he's going to be coming in talking about that. And uh, he's going to drop by a little bit later. He's on a panel. He just let me know that he's running a little bit late. But he's going to come in and um, kind of show us what's going on. But tonight's show, it's, going to, it's just going to be great. I, I think you're going to really enjoy the conversation that we're going to have with the people that we're going to talk to tonight. Um, I just I just really can't wait to get it started. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know what to say. I've been sitting here just excited about talking with Tia, just thinking about the accomplishments that she's made at this early stage in her life. So I'm very excited about that. So, this is Mark Parry, and, you know, I'm going to do my cat build a minute. Tonight's going to be on self-acceptance. Somewhere in there, I'm sure Rodney's going to jump in there, so I might stop in the middle of my cat build a minute. He's a busy man. I'm going to let him come in and see what he has to say about his great event coming up. But, this is the cat builder talk. Mark Parham, your business coach, your host for tonight. We're going to talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business. I'm going to go to a short break, and when I come back, I'm going to do my cat build a minute about self-acceptance and how important that is. And we're going to get it on with iVisions, Eyelash Visions Marketing, and it's Tia Norfleet. I'll be back in a moment. Cat Builder Talk. to break. I see Ronnie just kind of joined in on us, so I'm actually going to bring him on here. Good, man. Hey, Mark, how's it going? All right, man. I'm going to go to break, but I thought you came in. I know you're a busy man, so I want to make sure I got you in. I appreciate uh, it, man. <laughs> Let's talk about your event, man. I mentioned a little bit about it, the King of Nomics. This is what your third or fourth time. How many times have you done this now? You just keep rocking it. <laughs> yeah, this is the fourth <laughs> year, but the seventh edition. Uh, okay. We've had over 10,000 people come through our doors, 2,500 youth, uh, million-dollar uh, deals done through funding. I mean, we're just doing the work, Mark, and uh, you've been a very integral part of that, you know, since our inception, really. Man, I, I'm just proud of you, man, because, it's, you know, it's events like this that get everybody, you bring forth concepts that are just not discussed at the level with the people that we're talking to. And, and I, I think a lot of times people walk away with 
you know, they kind of hand on their chin going, hmm, I, I never thought of it like that. It tell us some of the things that are going to be going on over the next couple of days. Absolutely. So this year we've added a, um, a, a special event on Friday evening, which is free and open to the general public. So if you're here in Atlanta, um, you're definitely welcome to come out to uh, what we're calling the Road to Wealth special live broadcast presentation. We'll be on live television, Mark, for two hours on the Impact Net, 45 wow. million households via Comcast, Direct, and Dish Network, and, of course, online as well. Um, we are incredibly excited about the opportunity um, to actually lay out, you know, a very simple plan around creating wealth. So not the pie in the sky, you know, mm-hmm. fast turnaround stuff that we hear, but really a concrete roadmap with definitive solutions around a few different narratives, preparing, you know, how to manage um, the cash flow you have today, um, how to begin saving um, using um, some of the innovative tools that exist um, out there today in the fintech space, um, how to start a business, a high-growth business, how to learn the code, um, and then how to learn to invest through innovative solutions um, such as crowdfunding. Um, so we've got some amazing speakers that are coming through some amazing, amazing speakers that are coming through. And it's going to be it's going to be epic. I mean, Lonnie Johnson, inventor of the Super Soaker, is going to be there. I've got Alvin oh, wow. Curry, the okay. founder of MyEcon. Uh, David Weld, who's the former vice chairman of NASDAQ. Uh, last IPO he did was the Facebook IPO. Um, we, uh, man, I tell you, we've got Jewel Burks, the millennial um, black female entrepreneur who's raised over a million and a half dollars for her startup. Oh. Uh, we've got crowdfunding experts. I mean, you know how we do our events. We don't have a lot of yep. theory. We, we have practitioners. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people now, who are doing it. That, this, now, you're talking about your events, but you've had some great things going on for your business over the past couple of months. Just take a couple of minutes just talk about some of the new things that are happening downtown for you. Absolutely. Well, you know, Opportunity Hub was birthed out of Kingonomics, and then last uh, quarter, Opportunity Hub was acquired by Tech Square Labs. We merged with uh, Dr. Paul Judge and Alan Nance, uh, have a new platform called Tech Square Labs, which is located at 859 Spring Street. So we now have 25,000 square feet of uh, co-working, uh, corporate innovation, and incubator space anchored by a $25 million venture fund. Um, that's that's preparing to invest in very, very early stage uh, companies. So, uh, you know, we've been putting in the work. We've been grinding. Our code school is really taking off. We graduated two weeks ago. Um, uh, Ten African-American new software engineers, and five of them were female. Wow. Uh, that's not happening wow. anywhere on the planet, Mark. Um, wow. And so, you know, the starting average salary of a software engineer is about $62,500. And in over three years, that can get up to six figures, uh, depending on your trajectory. Wow. So we're creating some real live jobs, you know, every day now at Tech Square Labs Opportunity Hub. Man, that sounds so exciting. So tell us, how do we find out how to get to the Kingonomics? Where do we go to find out more about that? Absolutely. Real simple. Um, head to our event, Bright. You can go to www.kingonomics.org. 
www.kingonomics.org. All right, man. Well, I tell you what, my brother, you definitely getting to the end. I'm glad to get you good two minutes I got from you today.
Matchbox Hall and coming back with James Brown Mind Power. I've been playing that the last few weeks. I just like when he talks about Mind Power because that's what I'm getting ready to get into tonight on my Cat Build a Minute. So tonight, I'm going to be talking about achieving self-acceptance. You know, a lot of people come to me and they want to start a business. They want to build their brand. They want to put themselves out there in the public. But what I find is that they haven't really accepted who they are yet. So I want to try to give you some tips on achieving self-acceptance because before you can accept yourself, it's going to be difficult for you to accept clients accepting you. So one of the things I want you to do is make a, make a list of all the negative judgments you have towards yourself and clear them. You know, this stuff, it takes the true enjoyment out of being you. You know, take a look at this, you know, resolve it and let it go. You can do this through journaling, you can write down it. But you got to let go of these things where you're self-judging yourself, you know, and you're knocking your own self down before anybody even says anything. you got to be willing to forgive yourself for what you've done, what had happened, what happened, but you have to forgive yourself. Stop beating yourself up. Walk in your purpose, and you're going to be all right. Number two thing, I want you to learn to validate your emotional reality, Okay. I'm going to say that again. Learn to validate your emotional reality. Don't wait for someone else to give you permission to feel what you're feeling. They, they can't say, it's okay for you to feel like that. Give yourself permission, all right? Make a commitment to understanding what's going on with you. And take appropriate action. Support yourself. Take time for you. Don't worry about other people validating who you are. It's time for you to just step out there and be you because if you're not being you, you're not being authentic. And people, basically your new customers, can see that. So I want you to cultivate also a great relationship with failure. Don't be afraid to fail. If you fail, that means you, you did something, just do it again. Okay, failure is not a bad thing. We learn from failure, so embrace it. Have a good relationship with it. Sometimes we look at failure as something so negative when it happens, we're just so down on ourselves. And I'm sure you're going to hear that tonight when Miss Tia comes on. I'm sure that, you know, you, you, you can't worry about winning every single race. You just got to get out there and keep racing. All right? Number four, don't compare yourself to anyone else. We, we spend our lives looking at television, looking at TV, looking at our friends. Oh, I wish I had what they had. Or they have this and I don't. Stop comparing yourself. I keep saying this. You walk your purpose life. Don't worry about what their life is. Don't compare yourself to anyone. And the last thing, learn to accept. I know it's going to be a hard one for you. Your imperfections. We're not perfect. Some of us might think we are, but we're not. We all have faults. We all have you know, imperfections. Accept them. It's who you are. Embrace them. You're going to be much happier, I promise you. All right? I truly promise you. So with that said, that is my Cat Builder Minute for tonight. I hope you got something from it. I'm going to go back out, you know, with my man James again on Mind Power. I'm going to take another break. And when I come back, I'm going to start this conversation about public relations, the importance of it with Miss Shantae. She's going to break it down for us. And after I get through with her, Miss T is going to come on and talk about Walking in her purpose life and the power that she has. You listen to Mark Parham, Cat Miller Talk, Real Talk with Real People, on my real issues. 
taking small business today. Be back in a minute. Yeah. What it is is what it is. What it is. Mind power. Join us April 30th, 2016. The Men of Vision Tour is bringing top speakers in leadership, community, and development to the Cobb Galleria in Atlanta, Georgia. This powerful lineup of speakers, including Dr. George C. Frazier, Dr. Reuben West, and of course, the Men of Vision will educate, motivate, and uplift men and women of all ages and backgrounds to go out and create opportunity and change. If you have ever felt like you were lacking in vision or provision, If you have ever felt like life was moving forward without you at the wheel, then this tour is for you. Registration is required to attend this event. Go to www.menofvisiontour.com for more details and registration. Hey, this is Mark Parham and I'm back. I'm going to start this conversation off tonight. About public relations. Hey, how you doing, Miss Chate? How are you tonight? I'm doing good. How you doing? All is well. Enjoying life. Uh, Enjoying life. Well, I tell you what, let me set the stage for our conversation right now, and then we're going to get to it, all right? Okay. Tonight, we're going to be talking about the importance of your personal brand. I know a lot of you have been out there working very diligently to get your brand out there. You've been your authentic self. You've been speaking at different places. You've written a book. You decided what your focus is going to be, and you finally launch and put it out there. But what happens when things don't go exactly as planned? What do you do when someone puts out something contrary to who you are? Who are you going to call? You're going to call a fantastic public relations person, that's you, and tonight we happen to have one on the show. My first guest this evening is Miss Shantae from Eyelash Vision. Shantae, welcome to the show. Thank you, you so much. Here. For me. All right, all right. So, uh, when I have guests on the show, I generally give them a few seconds to introduce themselves, their business, and what their purpose is and why they're here. So, you have the mic. Well, my name is Shantae Trainum, and my company is called Eyelash Vision Marketing and Brand Agency, which is a one-stop and shop for your sponsorships, endorsements, PR, and special events, things of that nature. And I've uh, been in Atlanta for six years, and business has been great. Um, helped build and expand a lot of brands and also have cleaned up a lot of brands. So we're the go-to people here in Atlanta for your PR needs. All right, all right. Let's let's start out with let's let's define. You know, a lot of times people don't really understand what it is you do. All right, um, you, you're like one of those things like almost like insurance agents. Do I really have to have a PR person? So let's describe your definition of what public relations is and what it is you do for people. Well, my description would be it's 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 a protector. It's a cleaner. It's an organizer. PR does a lot of things. It's not just a red carpet situation for uh, PR work. 
it goes from magazine interviews to radio interviews to actual media training. These things are all a part of our and people who come out with the brand of, of, of a product or a brand of a, of a shirt or something that they'd like to put out to sell and nobody knows that it's coming. So if it's if, if the PR are not out there doing the groundwork to let people know that, hey, this brand exists, this is a brand that you really need to connect to, people will put the brand out there and they won't make sales and they won't know why. You know, we have wow. um, about 15 clients. Eyelash Vision is about 48 employees strong. We're in New York. We're in L.A. We're in Atlanta. And we're in Miami. So we cover a lot. Wow. So, like, a lot of times people only think they need PR if they're, like, some kind of entertainer or, you know, some kind of out there in the media world. But I work with a lot of small businesses that are just, yeah, I got a dry cleaning business. I got a landscape business. You know, do I need PR? Do small businesses need PR? Or is it just the people that are in the media? In my opinion, I think all businesses need PR because okay. there has to be someone bringing the awareness to what you're doing, whether you have a website or not, which, of course, we strongly encourage that all businesses have a website because everything is viral right now. And um, mm-hmm. you know, people need to know that you exist. And the way of doing that is going through your PR firm that's going to let everyone know, hey, this is what this company does. This is who runs this company. This is the outcome of doing business with this company and make sure that it's hitting the press properly so that people are being made aware of brand in your business. So I look at it as mm. every business should have a PR person because, you know, down to special events, you know, some people, they open businesses and they don't stop to say, hey, well, maybe I should do a special launch and, you know, invite out some, some prominent people, invite out some press so that, you know, the word can get out there. Some people just go straight into business. I own a company. This is what I do. And they just look forward to selling via social media. And that's not the only selling point. Wow. So just tell me this. Let's back up a little bit. How did you and your sister, who's ill tonight, I'm going to have two of y'all on the show tonight, but one can't be ill, one sounded too good. But um, how did you even get into this? What, what you know? I, I'd like to find out what the light bulb moment was. When did you realize that you could do your own thing and get out here and run this type of business? Well, actually, I, I moved here to um, run a record label. And in running the record label, I um, was able to secure, like, a quarter of a million dollar deals and endorsements, doing media training, and then doing that cleanup work with artists that were having trouble in the press and needed a, a more clear view and a, a, a better painted picture to the public. So it became a cleanup situation, whereas, let's say, if an artist, had a little problem um, with showing up on time for shows. So this this would make the promoters not want to book them because they would come two or three hours late for the show. So once this hits the press that they're late for shows, it would be our job to go into the press and clean it up and move it down the line at the search of Google so that, you know, when you're looking for them, you're going to find the more prominent press. Things that, well, they did uh-huh. this giveaway at this charity event, and these are the good things that they've done. This keeps, you know, off of the negative thing. 
So when we saw that we were able to clean up a lot of different things within the press and with Google, we said, hey, this would be great to open up a firm because we can do this for a lot more people. Wow. And, you know, you keep using this word cleanup work, so that must be something that uh, you do a little bit of then, huh? Get out here doing yes, a cleanup. It's a lot of, yeah, it's a lot of cleanup. You know, you have even your A-list celebrities um, that they need things done that's going to, you know, some of them, they, they go out and they go to events and they take pictures and um, they talk about what they do in their lives as an artist or an entertainer, but some of them don't have enough substance to what they're doing as an entertainer other than the stage show or being on television and reading from a script. So we create things for them to do that's going to build them bigger in the press. Okay. All right. So you probably can help a brother out there. You know, I'm trying to get myself out there. I think my reputation is pretty good, but to my understanding, you don't want to wait till it's not good to uh, <laughs> you need to bring somebody in while you're still rolling strong. And uh, so, what does right. that process oh. look like? Okay, so how does that? How do what happens? Uh, that's what uh, people fear a lot of times. Because some people give kind of PR a bad name because they maybe start throwing around these big numbers before they even kind of do an assessment. So, what what happens when a person comes to you seeking assistance? Well, when they come to us, the first thing we do is, you know, we look at their brand. We, we analyze who they are as an artist or an individual company, and we see, you know, what is there that they need. What, is it, what do they need? Because before we can say, okay, well, we'll take on, you know, your take, we need to know what the needs are. And once we can assess what the needs are, then, you know, we build out a plan to say, well, we can do the next three- to six-month rollout of what's needed these are the needs. These are the relationships that we have that we can actually put into place so that everything works out properly. And, um, wow. you know, it, it, it just it flows from there. You know, there's times that we've taken meetings that, um, you know, Mark, it's tough times to take meetings that was been a waste of time. People that, you know, we sat down with, and I'm like, no, we're not going to touch this. You know, and, and, and people mm-hmm. offer this money. Okay, listen, I have a budget, but if there is too much damage control that needs to be done and it's some stuff that we don't want to touch because it can affect our brand, we're not we're not gonna do that one. Okay, so you, you so you choose your clients, man. You just don't jump well, in there just because somebody's offering you the money. Yeah, and that's something that uh, I'm glad you're saying because like even for me, a lot of times people want me to coach them, but if they're not coachable it's just going to be a problem because they're going to pay me and they're not going to show any movement and then they're going to be upset because I right. was not able to coach them. So I'm glad you said that because, you know, one of the big things out there is sometimes you have to, I'm sure you have to fire a customer every now and then. I mean, that's about being a small business. A lot of times people don't want to let customers go, but sometimes you got to let a customer go because it's just is not working. It's just not working. So tell me this. I want you to kind of give me some, you know, some things to look out for or things, tidbits or pearls of wisdom that you want to give our audience tonight about public relations, ending up with how to reach out and contact you if you're interested in getting more information about you helping them change their their look and their brand. 
Well, I, I first like to, again, you know, thank you, Mark, for having um, our company, Outlash Vision, on the show tonight. And secondly, when you're looking for a PR company, my suggestion to anyone, whether it's a small business or large business, do your due diligence, look up the company, look at some of the work that they've done, look what they're, they are attached to, and some of the people that they are attached to, and see if it works well with your brand. If it works well with your brand, I'm quite sure you'll be contacting us. And we can be found at www.eyelashvision, with a Z, so that's E-Y-E-L-A-X-H-V-I-Z is in zebra, I-O-N, dot com. And most definitely, you know, we look for clients that want to expand their brand without a break. It's like, you know, we want people that are ready to go, that understand the, the, the seriousness of their brand, and ready to take it to the next level. Man, that's outstanding. You know, I tell you what, I wouldn't need to call you because I need somebody to take a look at what I got going on. But I tell you what, I know I just had you on there for a little bit tonight because I got to get to see you, and I do want you to come back when your sister has her voice and it's still a little bit better. We can do a whole show on just public relations and the importance and the steps to get out there and get your brand straight. That would be awesome, and Mimi sends her love. All right. You have a good evening, and I look forward to our next conversation. All right. Thank you. Take care, Mark. All right. All right. Okay, bye-bye. You heard it tonight from a professional, all right, talking about get your PR straight. That's my time. I'm going to go to Jake real quick with a little Erica. I'm going to come back. I'm going to bring back a little Tia. How about that? I'm going to trade Erica for Tia. We're going to come back, and we're going to talk about first African-American NASCAR driver. Listen to Mark Parr. I have Cat Builder talk on the Survivor Radio Network. I'll be back in a moment. Hi, I'm Ryan Seacrest for RAD. Over 300 people in this country are killed every week by a drunk driver. That's the equivalent of two 747 plane crashes every single week. And the problem isn't going away unless we all do our part to stop it. So if you see someone who's about to drive after drinking, get the keys. Don't leave it up to anyone else. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Cap Builder Talk on the Survival Radio Network with your host, Mark E. Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business today. Hey, this is Mark Parham, and I'm back. And I am very excited and happy and overjoyed and all that stuff to bring to the show Miss Tia Norfleet. Tia, welcome to the show. Hello. How are you doing? Hey. I'm doing good, doing fantastic. That's so, great. I tell you what, yeah, I tell you what, I uh, I guess we're gonna start it because uh, everybody wants to ask you a bunch of questions. I got a bunch out here, but why don't you introduce yourself 
say who you are and what what you're doing in life right now, and I'll get into some of the questions I have for you. Okay. Um. Yeah. My name is Tia Northfleet, and I am the first African American female to be licensed by NASCAR. Um, I'm a second-generation driver. My dad drove in NASCAR um, in the truck series as well, and um, I'm just out here just trying to make it happen. Yeah, and, again, you thank you for happen. having me. <laughs> thank no, you for having I'm, me on I'm your excited. truck tonight. Yeah, me too. One of the things I want to talk about first is I like, I like the fact that you said second generation because where I've really been preaching a lot of it, how much we – have learned from my parents. I was very fortunate. My parents were very instrumental in, you know, my growth and entrepreneurship and things like this. Let's talk about this second generation. I mean, your dad was a NASCAR driver, and he was out there on that track. And Correct. Somehow you decided, and you decided you wanted to do the same thing. I mean, how did that come to me? I mean. I get asked that question a lot. I really do. Um, you know, growing up, I was just, um, I was real tomboyish, and I wasn't your average little girl. I didn't want to play with Barbie dolls or anything like that. And um, I think I was probably five. My dad bought me a Barbie Corvette, the little Power Wheels car, and he took the original battery out and put a motorcycle battery in it. And he gave me a radio, and he gave me um, turn signals and everything. So I just knew I had a car. And it went (laughs) way faster than the original car. And so, I I mean, I love that car. And just being around him and seeing him do what he do and the passion that he put into what he loved. And, you know, at any given day, we we would probably have a, a truck series truck in our garage, and he's, <laughs> he's checking it out, working on it, doing whatever he needs to do. You know, sometimes it's a motorcycle, sometimes it's a car. So just seeing that and being around that, it just really um, intrigued me, and I was excited about it. And, and I fell in love with it. Fell in love with it. So did you, um, it just something you just took a natural affinity towards going fast, okay? Yeah. I mean, cause he, he, wow. He had me driving at an early age. Like, he, he had did. me driving at an early age. He, I'm, I'm so grateful that I had a father to um, actually teach me um, things that I could use, you know, that would be, priceless and just having someone to influence me and and not only teach me the sport and and enjoying it, but also teach me the business of it as well. So, you know, I'm very blessed on that end. Now, I mean, you're the first African-American female, but African-American men are not very big in this sport either, so he's probably standing on his own as well. Is that that a true statement? I mean, they're not all African-American men. It's definitely a true statement. Um, yeah, he was. It was him and also one other driver at one point in time. But you know, it, for for a while it was just him, and you know, he just he was so passionate about it. It's just something that he loved to do, and he had it. I have it a lot better than he did, and and he had it a lot better than Mr. Window Scott did. You know, so I'm just grateful mm-hmm. that um they paved the way for me, and hopefully I can return the favor and pave the way for someone else that wants to be in this sport. Or you know, just wants to succeed in anything that they choose to do. But, yeah. but but I think that's the example you're setting. 
I mean, it's great that you're doing the NASCAR thing and things like this, but you're doing something that's outside the norm, you know, particularly for a woman. I mean, like, when I go over, like, 82 miles an hour, I'm, like, shaking in my boots. I can't imagine going 200. 200. So this is out of the norm, not just for an African-American woman, but for a woman in general. And and I think that young girls, as they see you doing this, I mean, it could open up all kind of opportunities for them to think, man, I I can do something. And I can do something. Let's talk about your journey into NASCAR. I mean, how, you know, how does that happen? Um, did you drag race first? Or how do you get to, you know, which is supposed to be the top echelon of racing? How did you get there? <laughs> what was your journey like? Um, I was around all kind of racing uh, with my dad, you know. Um, but it, 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 it was definitely a journey. <laughs> it started off um, in pretty much – go-karts or bandoleros, which are a bigger version of a go-kart. And from there, you know, um, I really didn't do too much drag racing. Um, I just kind of went straight for the oval track. You know, that's what I was mainly interested in. And um, uh, 2010, I applied for my license. I met the criteria that was set forth for me to actually receive a license, and I just took it from there. So just out of curiosity, we don't have to get real detail. What is that what is that criteria other than just having the desire to go fast? <laughs> oh, it's a lot more than just having the desire to go fast. If that was the case, everybody have a NASCAR license. <laughs> um, yeah, NASCAR actually puts out, uh, they have their own criteria, uh, which consists of um, just, it's kind of like, um, when a scout goes out and, 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 and looks at a football player or a, a baseball player, you know, um, they have qualifications that they set, and, and if you can reach them, they still have the ability to deny you if they want to. But, um, for an example, you have to have a certain amount of seat time under your belt. And when we say seat time, it's the terminology of laps and and you actually how many how long you've actually sat in the seat and drove so you know it's a calculation of how many laps how many miles so on and so forth and you also have to have two um NASCAR officials um and a crew chief of a team to actually come out and and watch you and feel, and and sign off on if they feel wow. that you are qualified to do um what you need to do in uh, in that car so and then it's a host of other things, but th- those two are mainly um, the main ones that you have to do. You just have the to be qualified. You have to know what you're doing. Be right. Yeah. yeah. I I can't imagine. I've been to a couple of NASCAR races and I see the cars going so fast and they're all packed together. And I think about myself on 85 South in the morning. You know, I'm like I can't take it sometimes. You know, it's just too much for But uh. So let's talk about this. We, uh, you know, when I was talking with Shantae, we were talking about public relations and things like that. So what's your take on that? I mean, right now you're out there. I mean, I Google you and you websites, articles, Huffington Post. I mean, you're on everything. So how has that affected you, the fact that your name now is synonymous with so many things? How have you been affected by it? Um. The media is um <laughs> the media can can be a catch 
22 sometimes. Um, it's, it's a double-edged sword. I'll put it like that. Sometimes it's good for you, sometimes it's bad. But when it goes back to to what um, Shantae was talking about before, um, having the right PR team behind you and that knows what they're doing, it can always be good. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. if you have the right people behind you that can turn and flip certain things, I mean, certain people will lie on you all day, every day, and they'll try to slander your name and do so many different things to you. But if you have that good support system, that strong support system behind you that has your best interest at heart and knows what they're doing, and, and, and that's a PR team that knows what they're doing, then it, it'll be a good thing. And, um, you know, we're living in a world of social media, and it's a tool that that needs to be used to put yourself out there. But, again, with everything, there's always a downside to it. You just have to, again, have the, the right system behind you to always turn that negative into a positive. Yeah, and, but I think also, too, you have to feel pretty positive about yourself. That's one of the reasons I talked about having a good self opinion of yourself. Of I mean, you don't have to be you arrogant, have to be but grounded. <laughs> yeah, you got to know you, you got to know you can get out there. You know? Yeah. And I, and I think People that uh that comes turn from around. Turn I'm you sorry. all upside down. No, you're right. Turn <laughs> you around, turn you upside down. I mean, so um let's talk about you know, I asked about the aha moment. Okay, you you know, you had your Barbie car, you're racing, your dad is driving. When did you decide? You know what? I'm going to really do this. I'm going to get my NASCAR license, and I'm going to be a certified NASCAR driver. When did that happen? Um, I got my license in 2010. Um, but prior uh-huh. to that, um, my dad was teaching me the business side of it because he always told me if you don't know the rules, you can't win the game. Period. So he 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 taught me the business side of it, and so I have to realize, okay, I can make a career out of my passion because there's so many people that go to work and hate their job, and mm-hmm. I just wanted to create a lane for myself with something that I love to do, and um, that was about. It didn't start in 2010, but once I really got my license, and I was like, okay, I got them. Let's go, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 that was that was really when it when it started. Wow! So now you're just out there making it happen. So where do you where do you go from one here? I mean, you got your license. <laughs> yeah, I think you're at a time. I guess that's all you can do. So you um, <laughs> so now do you see yourself as a an example for other young ladies, and uh, you know, um, the I mean, you're I mean, you're going to be looked at as a role model. Do you do you accept that responsibility as a role model? You know, some people get out there and they go, "No, I'm not a role model. Your mama, your role model." But you're going to be a role model. I mean, how, how do you feel about that? I'm cool with being a role model. Um, I I accept it, and um, with that being said, you know, we're all human, and we all have our mm-hmm. own journey that we have to go down and I'm not ashamed mm-hmm. to uh, broadcast my journey because I know what God has for me it is for me and my mm-hmm. mess would turn into a message and my test would turn into a testimony that could potentially help someone else so being a role model um, 
I definitely I don't mind that at all. You know, it's it's not okay. a lot of positive role models out there. You know, really, if we want to no, get down not. to brand tax, <laughs> it, no, it's not. No. not. So, no, and and with that being said, I'm not perfect, but I do I do accept that because I know that at the end of the day, this is bigger than me, and mm-hmm. I feel like that's my purpose. Mhm. Yeah, and and you have to accept it um, because it is what it is, and I, I like the fact that you keep using the word purpose because you know I use it all the time. As long as you're walking in your purpose, you know uh, you're gonna be all right, as they say. So I, I, I really appreciate that. So um, you have an event coming up this Thursday uh, down at the Apex where people can actually, yeah, where people can actually come meet and greet and, and touch. I just want to touch somebody that can drive 200 miles an hour. Now, I probably would never, ever ride with you, okay? You know how I'm being around. I, I, don't, I don't want you to get your favorite word because I'm probably going to say no. All right? But, uh <laughs> I don't mind touching you, you know, because you can go that fast. But um, I am sure that there are so many young people that probably want to meet you. Um, so you're going to be here this Thursday for kind of having a, a Sandra Reed of yeah. Showcase Marketing. And, you know, the ladies from Eyelash Vision are putting on a little event for you here. What, what's going to happen here? Yeah, it's this Thursday, February 25th at the Apex Museum um, at um, 135 Auburn Avenue. And we're having a Black History celebration, you know, a meet and greet, just coming together and just celebrating our history um, together. And I would love for everybody to come out and celebrate with me. Um, me, me, and Shantae and Amy, my publicist, they have me working, and I'm just proud to say that I'm a part of their team. I'm grateful for them, and I'm excited about it, and I hope to see you there. Well, I'm going to be here. You know, this is my house. See, this, this is where I live. <laughs> uh, matter of fact, I'm broadcasting from here right now, so uh, yeah, I, I'm going to be here. But I just have to say, you know, just kind of getting back to when I first started, um, the pride I felt when it was really interesting because I actually ran across a picture of you before you were actually introduced as being an impossible candidate to have this event. And I was like, look at that. Look at sister number one. I was like, wow. And uh, you had your helmet, you got fly and everything. I was like, man. <laughs> you know, I, but I felt such a sense of pride because you were standing there as a proud person. And uh, I'm sure your father I mean, he has to be standing beaming with pride as as he's watching his his daughter do what she's doing to bring relive his dreams. I mean, that had to be something because you don't expect. I mean, you know, as a man, you probably wouldn't expect your daughter to take up racing, but he has to feel so proud of you. Um, I mean, so do you get a lot of family support for what you're doing? Of course, I I have to have family support. I mean, that's my that's my support system. You know, I was my mom is a minister, my dad is a gearhead, and I'm okay. a combination All of right. both. <laughs> All right, can't get no better than that. That's that's a good combination to be. That's a perfect combination. So, <laughs> give me two or three pearls of wisdom that you want to give to people that are listening out there about how to you know, achieve the goals that they set forth or, you know, 
what can you tell people, of, you know, in relation to your your path and your journey that can help move them forward? I would definitely tell them to never give up. Um, never listen to a negative person that's bringing you negative vibes. Um, and always believe in yourself. And just never believe anyone that says it can't happen because anything is possible. Just never give up on your dreams. It's just a passion and something that you truly love doing. Even when all else fails and it seems like it's not going to work, keep pushing because, you know, I truly believe that everything works for the good. So um, never, ever give up on your dreams. Never, ever give up. That's right. <laughs> and you have to try to make your dreams a reality, and that's exactly what you've been doing. But I tell you what, we're we're proud of you. I mean, it's uh, uh I just can't say enough, really. You know. Thank you so much. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's just it's just something to see. Well, I, I guess you got to understand this: to see young people doing something so positive, and the willingness you have to really put yourself out there. There's no way you can hide. Okay. I mean, your stuff is out there. I mean, I did a Google search, and my brother's a Google master. We both were searching you one night. He was like, man, check this out. I was like, oh, check this out. I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there about you. But I, I like the fact that you're willing to put yourself out there to live your life, to live your passion, and to live your purpose, but as well as willing to accept the responsibility that you take it on as kind of a role model for the rest of us, not just the young folks. You know, I look at you too, and I'm like, sure, if she can do it, I can do it too. You know, so that's what I'm but, talking uh, about. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. So I want to thank you for coming out with Channel One to show up here. So tell us where you're going to be thank Thursday you for one, more, one more again. You're going to yes, be well Thursday. I will be at the Apex Museum on Auburn Avenue Thursday, February 25th, from 5 to 9 p.m. Come check us out. All right. Well, Ms. Tia, I enjoyed our conversation this evening, and I look forward to meeting you on Thursday. I'll, I'll probably ask you some of these same questions again, so, uh, but I'm going to be really excited to uh, make your acquaintance, you know, as I want to say, very proud of you. All right. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, all right, and uh, hopefully I'm going to have you back as you, know, as you start winning races. Remember, you were on the captain of the talk show, and I want to get exclusive and stuff. You know, I want to get that press pass. <laughs> All right. I got it. I'll be running with you. You got me? All right. I got you. So I'll see you on I'll see you on Thursday, okay? Oh okay. Have a good night. All right. All right. Well you heard it tonight. You heard her talking about it. We got about a minute left. Cat Builder Talk. It's gonna be great. Great on Thursday, Apex Museum. You can meet this young lady. Talk to her. You see the energy she has and the passion. You know, a lot of it has to do because she's walking her purpose life. And you can do the same thing. Let me help you do that. See the listener to Mark Parham. Cat Builders Talk. We are talking real people, talking about real issues, taking small business, trying to help you change your capacity to change your life. So I look forward to our next encounter. Next week, I'm going to have Stephen Mitchell. City Council President of Atlanta on my show talking about his great works and the things he has planned for the future. So, once again, I look forward to our next encounter. Have a great evening.
for joining us this evening on the Cap Builder Talk radio show on the Survival Radio Network with your host, Mark E. Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business today. We are here every Monday evening from 8.30 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Please post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildernetwork. We hope you enjoy the show. emergency hotline. Help! My mom doesn't think I need to go back to school You shop- have to go to school. It's the law. You didn't let me finish. She doesn't think I need to go back to school shopping. That should be a law. Go to Old Navy. You'll be voted best dress before school even starts. Old Navy? Yes. Right now, kids' clothes are up to 60% off. 60% off? Yeah. The hallway will be your runway. They have awesome graphic tees, colorful active gear, and jeans start at just $10. Now you're talking. Thank you. Don't thank me. Thank Old Navy. Balance 728-92. Select styles only. 